Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the no, no Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. Brother, I have some neck and back issues. Um, you know, I've been bumped around quite a bit uh, through my life in the military. Same thing, you know, with you and, you know, when you were cutting your teeth, running the ropes. But shout out and props to Moxley. Uh, hope you're doing all right. Uh, we heard when he departed the show, he left on his own, uh, left on his own feet. So shout out and uh you know, I'm not going to critique or criticize anyone, but um, I really wish the the ref would have done something a little bit different. But uh, there was still a lot of really, really good stuff. And kudos to the champ champ over in AEW. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Yeah, the Moxley thing, scary. Uh, and good on him to make the call, at least I assume, uh, That's from, what it looked like. from yeah, everything I'm getting, head. to make the call to switch the title. Because when he makes that first count, you can tell he counts to three and like looks at Moxley like, what? And Moxley says something, then he does the move again and gets the one, two, three and switches champion. So I have a feeling Moxley knew he was hurt or concussed. And I think, watching it back, I think it's the very first hit when he dove off the ramp 
when Phoenix dove off the ramp and hit Moxley. If you watch it back, Moxley's head bounces off the ground. Like, he doesn't brace and stuff. And when Phoenix walks up to him and grabs his hand, he doesn't squeeze back. And I think right there was when it was like, uh-oh. And, yeah, everybody's on the ref, but the ref didn't go squeeze his hand. So who knows what the two wrestlers, like what Mox, when he came to, said, no, I'm good, I'm good. And then maybe he took that bump, that spiked pile driver, and went, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> like, let's go ahead and, and flip the title real quick. So, right. But, so, you know, props, you know, props to them. And we'll, we'll let's hearken back to, you know, the unfortunate um, injury to Monet during the match with Willow. And she made the call on the fly, you know, shout out to her and, you know, being able to have the wherewithal to, you know, protect herself, and, you know, move on with whatever her next step is. But, um, you know, I, I think in listening to uh, Bully Ray do the busted open, busted open after dark, uh, really, really interesting. And me, I've never, like, I've touched the ring with my hand. Uh, I've, you know, yanked down the ropes. I've never hit a buckle. I've never, you know, put, put you know, one single step inside of a ring. But uh, Bully made the comment, it's 50-50. 50% is the onus of the wrestler. 50% is on the ref. And, you know, he counted the three. It's on Mox if he doesn't kick out. And, you know, Box was protecting himself. He wasn't physically or mentally or emotionally able to kick out. And, um, you know, whatever happened, I hope, you know, we see him back in the ring and they, you know, quickly, and maybe not even quickly, there, there'd there be a really cool pivot story here with Fenix uh, being the international champion and international draw. Uh, that title could make its way over to AAA, uh, be shown all over the world. And uh, he's a very, very worthy opponent, very worthy champion, a multi-time uh, world champion and all, you know, all over and, um, you know, yeah, shit. Yeah, but it was scary, just like you said. Like, when he hit the second second uh, inverted driver, uh, you could tell he, like, made some extra effort to keep him up. And uh, shout out to Ray. And, you know, just it was a really good – that whole show was really good from, you know, the first match um, all the way through. Great commercials, too. I didn't realize all the behind-the-scenes work that was being done with Ring of Honor – um, and during that show, there was a lot of social media activity from, uh, NXT. So I thought that was really interesting, like very, very timely. And, uh, then we find out today, you know, we won't, we won't get into too much WWE stuff. We'll, we'll hit that tomorrow. But unfortunately today we saw some, uh, superstars that will be future endeavored here publicly in the next little bit. So, um, hopefully Tony doesn't go grab everyone that uh, impact gets an opportunity to to cop some of those folks up and and um, you know see what uh, see what we can do. But man, I don't think we're going to be seeing uh, Matt Cardona anytime soon. And with um, unless he goes with, to AEW, yeah. And with LA Knight, his contract is pending. Uh, Sheamus's contract is pending. Becky Lynch, uh, McIntyre, Becky Lynch. There's one other pretty decent name, and I thought it was kind of interesting because a lot of those international wrestlers, superstars, you know, fell right in that right in that group and of time, and then boom, shakalaka! No longer will we be channeling uh, our Fox friends on Fridays. We've got a fatty boom batty deal with USA for Friday Night SmackDown coming up. Just you know, cash coming in. Cash getting cut. 
Uh, we'll see what, what happens when the dust settles, but super excited for what AEW will be able to do especially like i hope they can capitalize on the feeling from last uh from last night for this show and somehow channel that into their next um you know their next couple house shows because the the draw on the house shows it's it's getting dark yeah they get they got lucky with the spike in ticket sales on this one because at first arthur ash looked like it wasn't going to be good at all and then they kind of had a big swell towards the end which is good uh but the, the the other thing I wanted to say about the Moxley thing is, like, all accounts are, it's a concussion, which sucks, but my God, I thought he broke his neck, so... Seriously, I was, yeah. I was happy that it wasn't uh, that, yeah. but then you also had Adam Cole, who's on crutches now. Oh, my God, yeah. And that was totally I'm, his like, fault. There's, <laughs> that's 100% Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, when you mentioned that, I saw the article, uh, multiple AEW wrestlers injured, and I was like, huh. And then when you, like, named, Ad- I was like, wow. So, um, you know, and Adam Cole, he's just coming back from that from that concussion from Forbidden Door 2. So hopefully... Um, hopefully his hopefully is just a sprain. A short-term thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. Like a little sprained ankle, and he'll be... Because uh, they've got to defend the titles at Wrestle Dream. So uh, hopefully, yeah, it's just a, a little sprain, and, and he'll be good to go. But when I watched him jump off the platform to the... And immediately, I said, oh... I said, he just effed his leg up a little bit somewhere, his ankle or his knee or something. So, been there, brother. I understand. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, say you were sitting in front of your favorite wrestler or sports entertainer, and they said whatever wrestler it was and whatever question you could ask them, whether it be AEW or WWE, what question would you ask what wrestler that's currently active on any roster? It doesn't have to be... Uh, AEW or WWE, it could be Impact or uh, Ring of Honor or whatever. What one question would you ask one wrestler, um, like based on like the way you're viewing wrestling now and, um, you know, like you're moderately, cri- you're not overcritical, but you're, you know, you analyze it a little bit differently because we talk about it much more. But what one wrestler would you ask that one question and what would that question be to that one wrestler? Oh man, talk about putting me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, so here's mine, right? Okay. And like I have uh, my drive to work in the morning is only like 40 minutes. So I don't get a lot of time. I go, I'll flip through, I'll listen to, uh, you know, what culture I'll flip around, you know, self um, selfishly. Well, I'll listen to ours and see, you know, how we sound. And if we're saying ums and smacking, usually it's me smacking, but the one question I would ask is something that hits me anytime I think about how excited I am to be going to WrestleMania. It would be Cody. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Uh, you're getting ready to head down to the ring. The decision has already been made. The pencil has already hit the paper. Uh, you're obviously going to get over, but you're not going over. Um, you know, what's, what's your feeling? Because you haven't been able to tell everyone you know, hey, Brandy, uh, don't worry about it. You know, he had a negative one with him. Um, you know, Starks, I think Starks was somewhere off camera or whatever. Um, you can't tell everyone, but what, you know, what was that feeling when the ref hit for three and uh, you weren't going to finish your story? Because there was no guarantee what was going to happen with his story. And then you hear this stuff, uh, you know, rock kind of going into business for himself. Um, but yeah, I would, I would ask Cody, Hey, you know, what were you feeling? 
And I would think answering that question, it would roll into, well, you know, and I'm, we're talking about what I felt in April laying there looking at the sky in SoFi compared to what I'm feeling right now. Um, a lot of uncertainty, excitement because I'm in the WWE. This is my second WrestleMania back. And, you know, how terrible is it that I just main evented night two of the most lucrative WrestleMania in WWE history, but I came out on the losing end. So I would, uh, I'd love to hear everything that went into it. Um, he would probably go off on, you know, some tangents like we do. And, uh, yeah, I would just, I would, I wouldn't say a word. I'd just be like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, that's the question. And that's the uh, wrestler that I would ask it to. So I think mine would be Eddie Kingston. And I would like to know, uh, well, I guess he's already answered this, but how he's overcome all of his mental illness. Like, you know, he's very public about he's dealt with depression and he suffered through things. And I'd like to hear, you know, face-to-face conversation, like how he overcame and, and what it was that drove him and motivated him to kind of break through those barriers and, and what, because that guy, if you, if you can hear, I think he was on, I want to say he was on Renee Paquette's show, uh, one of those and talked very in depth about mental illness and, and things he's gone through and, you know, suicidal thoughts and all that. And I just would like to know like what the trigger was to make him go, no, I need to get better. I need to get healthy and how he is battles that I'm sure daily, like we all do. Um, not that I'm trying to, you know, rep that tomorrow you know, we're going to go live on our 22nd show, but <laughs> what? Can't wait, baby. Can't but, uh, yeah, check I... us out seven, seven to eight. We'll be, uh, right here on rumble and YouTube. Can't wait. Uh, we have a couple of guests in store. We won't, we won't, uh, pop them off until hopefully by the, by the time we're done re, uh, running tonight, we'll get confirmation, but super excited on, on what we got working. But I think, like you said, the mad King, you, uh, Man, just his passion and love for the business. And that's part of it is like what what keeps him going because, you know, he's got to get a little down in the dumps when all the talk is, oh, man, they need to strap up Eddie Kingston. And then he gets shuffled off to a program and gets sent to Ring of Honor. And then he's getting up. So, like, I'm just curious, like, what he does to maintain and and keep that that going. So that would be who I'd like to talk to. I just – I. Don't understand how this guy (laughs) makes everything he does feel so damn real. (laughs) It just blows my mind. Dude, when he caught Speaking Claudio which, that in match that last half night, half, was phenomenal. Um, I've been I've been putting off going to the chiropractor, and uh, I'm going to book two appointments back to back, one for me and one for Claudio, because that half and half, how high he hits, and like we always talk about, like <laughs> the difference in styles with AEW, WWE, and New Japan, and how. AEW wrestlers and New Japan wrestlers can coexist. Um, It's just heightening the AEW product just a little bit more. And uh, I wish it would heighten the uh, the, um, referees, but we can get into that. But the, the, the stiff, high, tight wrestling, I, man, I just, it really, I just think back, you know, some of the wrestlers that we've lost over the years, how they would excel and how they did excel, like Owen, um, how he excelled in New Japan. He was a light heavyweight champion uh, uh, more than once. I know that. Uh, Hogan, when he was over in New Japan, this dude, you can think what you could think whatever you want. And I'm, you know, I'm very selective on if and when I'm going to wear a Hulkster shirt. Um, but the the style that he brought to New Japan when he was 
pre-WWE, WWF, WWWF um, sort of hinging between I'm going to leave AWA all the way down to he wore different gear. It was much darker. Um, the way he moved, just so. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, Eddie Kingston. Shout out to him. First match of the night for Grand Slam right there in uh, almost his hometown and not that far from where, uh, you know, our our bastard is from, uh, our dirtbag is from um, MJF right there in New York and super, super cool. Good, good yeah. match. And, you know, I liked how Claudio handed over the title and it wasn't this like hallmark moment. It was just like, hey, here's my hand. You got me tonight. It may not be a done deal. And we have a new Ring of Honor world heavyweight champion in Eddie. Yeah, I I, uh, I think it was kind of the end for now. Obviously, I think they'll probably push into other things. Um, I was hoping we'd be getting the Moxley-Eddie Kingston feud coming out of this. But obviously with Mox injury, uh, again, like we said at the beginning, hope he's fine. Hope it's a quick recovery. Um, but, you know, it's going to be at least a couple months, I would assume, if it's a concussion, depending on the severity of it. But, I mean, look at Adam Cole. He was out almost a year from a concussion. I was going to say, yeah, that's your strong point by you. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, so yeah, I am curious. Um, I don't want to see him just get pushed off to Ring of Honor, though. I'd like to see him on AEW more. But at the same time, like, I don't want to see the Ring of Honor belts all the time on AEW because I think if you're going to try to push Ring of Honor, push them separately. Uh, or if you're going to have the champions on AEW, then let's have the women's champion. I'd love to start seeing Athena oh in some God, matches yeah. on, uh, on AEW, but, uh, yeah, I just hope really cool. Did you see the, did you see the, the, uh, upcoming match that, uh, ring of honor is going to be hosting an event. I'll, I'll flip through here and find it in a sec- hot second, but Athena against, um, Miss Love, yeah, Angelina Love from uh, the beautiful people. So that, that should be a lot of fun. I don't know if they've ever, I don't know if they've ever wrestled uh, Angelina Love, a multi-time Impact World Champion. She never competed, to my knowledge, in WWE. Not that that's, uh, you know, anything either way. But she did compete in TNA and in Impact. And it, it was great to see them during uh, the Impact 1000. Both her and Velvet Sky came out. That was a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, they're, they're going to be doing... Uh, their episode tonight will be coming up for the the ten women tag team match. That's going to be freaking awesome. So check that out on uh, on Access T or wherever you get your uh, Impact Wrestling. You can get it on Impact.com or you can get it uh, subscription wise from you. Speaking of subscriptions, do we know a group of fellas, blokes, if you will? maybe on the other side of the pond that recently launched a podcast right here on YouTube. Following in our footsteps. It's cool of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Good to the what them. culture guys. Uh, very exciting. Yeah. The what culture brothers. Uh, very cool. A uh, little bit of rebranding and they were talking about colors. You know, they were, you know, they were going back and forth on, uh, on, Oh yeah, this is for the Lakers. This is for undertaker. This is Mabel. for judgment day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> King Mabel. <laughs> so props to them. And, uh, you know, I I was uh, so I was watching the show last night and I was just envisioning you watching the show. And I hope you feel like 
a proud moment because, and not just because I came over being a WWE guy, I, I was, and now here I am more invested in wrestling than I thought you know I would ever be. And I already thought I was pretty invested in wrestling. But you have to be very, very proud um, as a AEW faithful outside of a couple of snafus from a referee, which, you know, in, in, in honest, you know, discussion, you know, they've gotten much, much better over the last five years. And it's, you know, you, you hold them accountable. You don't hold it over their head. You just say, hey, going forward, do better. it's 50-50. If he's not kicking out, you're counting three. We're moving on. And we'll see you in, you know, pick a city. Um, but I hope I hope you were feeling it because I felt like this was a really good show. The crowd was really, they sort of went on the ride like we did watching the show. But it felt like the crowd was really into it more so than some of the more recent um, AEW crowds. So... I hope you were. Uh, I hope you were proud as an AEW faithful man. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was one of those uh, dynamites that was really, really good. Now I'm not going to say like, oh man, they're back because they need to do these in a string of them. <laughs> because every time I say, oh, they're back, they will put on two turds. So, but it's funny. Um, I was watching it last night and I was tweeting back and forth with actually Michael Hamflit from What Culture. I dropped in his tweets a couple times because he stayed up live watching it. And if you follow their show, you know, every time he says live, it's usually a bad, <laughs> bad uh, dynamite, but it was good. <laughs> and uh, so I gave him like, oh man, you just cursed it. But, you know, and then a uh, friend of the show, uh, Tony uh, Allen, he and I were actually on WhatsApp talking like throughout the That's show, cool. uh, just about like, oh man, did you see that? Oh, and it was such a neat experience that I was like, we need to start live streaming this stuff, man. We need to like, I really want to do another pay-per-view where, you know, you're in your camera, I'm in my camera and get Tony and hell, maybe my buddy Jeremy. And we got it on the TV and we could react to it live. Cause it was pretty neat going back and forth with them. Um, and I wondered why you were so quiet. And then I realized that I was in our own separate chime and I hadn't, didn't put it in the no shave one, but sorry about that. <laughs> you were probably asleep anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the thought. Yeah. I was, um, uh... I was looking up at the ceiling fan about, uh, I don't know, I probably made it about half an hour, 45 minutes into the show, and I had to be in uh, about four in the morning, so I, I uh, shut her down. Two, two nights back-to-back, not, not, really, uh, not really my thing, but we keep talking about tomorrow night, brother, and I, you know, I really look forward to the show on the 22nd and, uh, you know, Mission 22 and Remember 22, uh, very, very near and dear to our heart. And it means a lot to me that that we, you know, and especially you, take so much extra effort in getting this show put together. And uh, I really hope that our brothers and sisters in arms and our veterans and just the fam, just our, our followers, um, check us out tomorrow night. We'll be, uh, uh, you know, we'll be live We'll have a couple of guests and it really means a lot. And, you know, when we're live streaming, hit us up in the rumble, let us know what you're thinking, you know, hit us with a random thought of a, of a buddy. We'll shout them out. You know, I'll talk about some of my brothers and sisters that we met, you know, we've lost uh, my actual sister, uh, unfortunately, you know, took her life because of her mental uh, wellness was not, you know, to the same level. And uh, you and I together have gone through a phenomenal, uh, remarkable, amazing run and uh, helped each other get over the hump through some stuff that, you know, now me dealing with, you know, all the personal stuff. I don't think I could if I, if we weren't, you know, connected the way we are and I wasn't, 
you know, where I am and uh, looking That's forward tomorrow. to Don't, We can't get emotional tonight. So That's much tomorrow. And, tomorrow. We'll talk about the emotion. Yeah, man. So speaking, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next emotional moment. Uh, the first match, phenomenal. Uh, the AEW faithful uh, Excalibur was on point. And Taz, that guy, just freaking Did you hear money. him pop when he saw the, the camera hit the guy with his old T-shirt on? He, like, popped himself. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there it was, we go. It was a really good show from top to bottom. Like, I don't, you know, we don't really have time to break down every spot. But uh, it was definitely one of those shows where I'll, I'm actually going to probably watch it again tonight when I'm editing this for the, uh, the audio version on the podcast. Um, because, you know, I want to watch the Mox match again. Cause now that I know everything that happened, I'm like, all right, let me see what I could pick up on. Uh, the MJF Samoa Joe match at the end was great. Fantastic match. Every match was, I mean. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The yeah. What do you think the negotiation was? I like. There's just some moves that are so protected. You know, the tombstone, the you know, Team 3D, um, Ric Flair's Figure Four, uh, HBK's Super Kick, and now everybody does a Super Kick, and it's you know everybody gets a Super Kick, you know, a la Oprah. But to kick out of a damn Samoa Joe's yeah. muscle freaking Buster. Um, I don't know that anybody's done. I don't that. know how, dude. I don't know. I don't know how you feel or don't feel that you've made it. And you know, my man is. Uh, you know, my dirt bag is only damn twenty seven, twenty eight years old. And to um, to say you've arrived at that age, and he's got shit seven. You know, I don't want to say twenty years, but you know, he's got several many years ahead of him. And as the you know, as his career in the industry progresses, I would I would venture to say he's gonna he's gonna show up in some movies and TV shows and well, he's already in one of the documentaries. He's he's got a part in I want to say the Von Erich show, the oh. movie coming out about the Von Erichs. Shit. He's gonna okay, be in that yeah. already. Okay, uh, which is why he took time right off Good a while him. ago when the the L.A. and I'm quitting and all that. Yeah, he was out filming for that. But he, uh, I mean, I say it all the time. I think he's probably a like. Everybody says generational talent. He is a generational talent. He is just, I think, he might be the top guy in the business right now. Uh, as much as I love Omega and Danielson and all those guys for their in-ring work, if you look at total package from promos to uh, creativity to his mic skills to his, and his in-ring skills, I think he's probably the best one out there total package-wise in any company. I, I 
I think he's better than Cody. I think he's better than definitely better than Roman and Seth. And all right, we we got to cut to commercial. This is no ridiculous. man. I, I think Cody. I am so sorry you had to hear that, sir. Uh, Cody should be no, proud. I, I Cody mean, brought him in. Cody. He, he's one of Cody's buddies. So but yeah, I just I think and this this whole storyline with Adam Cole and what he's doing to be a heel, but he's just our heel. It's such a unique. <laughs> amazing outside of the box thinking to go, well, I'm still going to be the asshole and I'm still going to cheat and I'm still going to all this other stuff, but you guys are going to cheer me. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like the, I think one of the coolest moments of the match was when he reached in his pants and was putting on the ring and he's looking right in the camera and he's just smiling. He's going, no, oh, well, let's do it. People are cheering. I'm just, <laughs> but it's just, he's, I, I mean, I, I do. I think he's one of the best there is in the business right now. Um, you know, and I don't want to discount. There's probably there might be some indie guys out there that I don't know of or have watched a lot of. But as far as mainstream that we're seeing every day, and I know he teases the War of Twenty Four. Man, I hope he doesn't jump to WWE because I don't think he'll be as good there. Like I don't think he'll have the freedom to say the things he does, oh, and and he won't be able to. He actually would probably be able to wrestle as much as he does now, probably less. But you know, <laughs> look at Roman. But I just think um, he's he's just so good, and like I, I just. Every time I see this character, this like the promo he's cutting at the beginning when they pull up in the Maserati and he's just going off, and then Adam leaves. He goes, "Wait, what? Like totally switch? Like he's cutting this really heel? I'm gonna murder you promo." And then his buddy leaves. What? And and then the Bret Hart. Are yeah, you are serious you, right, right now? now? What? <laughs> and then the Bret Hart uh, callback to the little kid calling. You know that old like I immediately remembered that commercial. I was like, oh, I know what commercial yeah. this is. And then. You're adopted. <laughs> Dad, what does adopted mean? It's fantastic. Yeah. It was such a good show. Uh and and him just there was so much about that show. Like the the uh New Japan or actually all Japan pro wrestling feel of the Claudio Kingston match where they come walking out, but it's it shows them walking in the background, coming out, you know. And then you've got Samoa Joe when he came out with the callback to the security footage of when he pushed MJF. Oh, that was so that. great. He comes oh walking. God, I, I, I wanted him to push one of the security guards so bad. I fucking love that. I was like, they missed that. They oh should have had one of the security guards get in front of him, push him to the side like he did MGF. But the Roderick Strong stuff. You know, this Dynamite was so good, it felt like a pay-per-view. Like, today I'm talking about it, and I'm like, oh, man, that was a great pay-per-view. Oh, no, that was just a Dynamite. And if they could keep that going and continue to push like that, I think they're going to – like, we, we had a conversation uh, with somebody off the air – a couple days ago, just us BSing. And we were talking about, okay, you know, AEW could be in trouble if they don't do certain things. Then I watched last night, and I'm like, oh, I felt guilty about saying those things because, How yeah, I like, what was that? I thinking? That was really good. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as saying, oh, this is the best Dynamite I've seen in years or the best Dynamite even this year. I think there were still some really good ones this year. But this was damn near close. It was up there from the caliber in the ring. Uh, we didn't even talk about the Soraya and Tony Storm match. I absolutely oh loved God. that match. I, dude, like the match aside, um, I love Soraya's character work that she's doing. The supporting um, actress award, you know, if you could give out two, one would go to Ruby, one would go to Tony. Um, like, you know, Ruby acting just completely oblivious, like, oh, how could Tony act like this? How could Tony be like this? And then how Tony's acting like this, like, just, oh, God, the, the 30s Hollywood, you know, just, oh, man, I just, I can't get enough of this character. 
and I, you know, I, I see, she, I think, what do you think? You, me personally, I think Saraya is going to hang onto the title for a minute until they decide what's going to happen with Jamie, Jamie Hayter. Not that I don't want to see Tony with the world title. Um, but I th- I think it's going to be, I think she'll carry it for a minute. Saraya will. And, um, you know, I think Statlander will hold on to the international or the, uh, TBS title for a minute. And once the whole dust settles and I, I want everybody to have a job. I want everybody to keep the lights on and put gas in the car and everything. But I don't, I just don't want Tony to go hire everybody. Uh, let him go, let him, you know, let him go to Japan, let him go to, uh, AAA or, um, impact. I'd love to see Ziggler in impact. Um, but, and I'm not sure who from the women's roster are going to get released, but, um, you know, impact is such an awesome pro product and the rumor has it, they're going to have a much, much better deal, um, next year going forward. And I, I really hope everybody just takes that 90 days. So it's September 21st, 90 days that would put us right around Christmas. We're going to roll into the new year. Um, and now we're in WrestleMania season, and everybody's going to be kind of clamoring, jockeying for uh, everybody's attention, especially in Philly that whole damn month of April. Um, yeah, so it, it, I think this is um, an unfortunate, fortunate circumstance for our uh, our, our superstars that were recently yeah. released. Uh, two things. The, the thing about Tony Storm, uh, I love this character so much that I did not want her to win the title last night. Like, I... I want to see this continue on. And I think if she wins the title, it's like, oh, I want to see this progress. And I agree. I think Soraya is going to hold it for a while, whether it's Jamie Hayter or a returning Thunder Rosa or, you know, who knows who it could be. But um, I don't know. I think Thunder might be, might be good to go after Chris Statlander. I think that would be a good pairing. I think you put Thunder in the ring with Soraya. No offense to Soraya. I think Thunder outshines her and might not be as good yeah, of a twice match. Twice on but Sunday. I, and and Soraya's been around for a minute, and uh, she's wrestled in WrestleManias and done some great things. But you're right. I mean, I think the style of wrestling in AEW, the the just the how they feed to the crowd. Yeah, I yeah hundred yeah twice on Sunday. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be a great picture. Her get with the money shot holding up the uh, TBS championship. Not that I don't love Statlander. I wouldn't mind seeing the boop character come back a little bit from uh, Statlander. But uh, <laughs> hey, uh, if you could boop me whenever you get a second. I'll... And then the other potential to take Soraya would be Monet when she's ready to come in. Um, I think that would be – I, I kind of was hoping last night. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Because, um, you know, you heard all the rumors Edge might show up last night and or Adam Copeland or whatever he's going to go by. And I'm like, well, his 90 days isn't up yet. I don't even think his contract was up till September 1st. So uh, so he was going to show up. And I think Mercedes is still in a boot. So I'm like, well, neither of those happened, but it would have been cool. Uh, and then you had mentioned some of the releases. And, you know, I don't – again, I hope everybody gets a job. But there are a couple uh, that I could see going to AEW. I think if, if Tony Khan was smart, he'd grab Dolph Ziggler. Uh, mainly because his brother works there, so now you can put them together as a cool-ass tag team. Um, you know, you have the Hollywood hunks, and they could do their own thing, and that'd be kind of cool. And I'd like to see Shelton Benjamin. Oh, my God, I was so upset. Like, Shelton Benjamin, me personally, Shelton Benjamin is a prototypical WWE product. And why he wasn't paired with and hasn't been paired with the Alpha Academy is totally beyond me. Um, I would love to see him in Impact as... 
um, you know, some of the foil. I'd I'd like to see him as a heel. I like heel Benjamin, but um, yeah, super unfortunate. But that's see, I think yeah. I think AEW, but I think more of in a producer role. But I'd Ooh. like to see him help structure matches and and do because he did a lot of that with WWE. And I remember thinking on some of the WWE matches I really liked, and you find out that he was one of the producers in the back. Line. So he's got a mind for the yeah. business. I think he'd be a good get. Uh, those are the two that immediately struck out. And then Ali, Mustafa Ali, I think would be really good in AEW. Really? Um, I just think it was ironic they released him after he went, what, eight, nine months begging to be released, and they wouldn't do it, and then they released him this time. I'm like, wow. But, yeah, I think he'd be a good get for, I mean, can you him against Sammy Guevara or him in, uh, you know, you could put him on Ring of Honor even to, to go against uh, Top Flight and those guys. Like, he'd be he'd be fun. He'd be a good get for AEW. Yeah, I think he would have uh, he would have some really really good matches and impact. Um, I think because he is relatively, whoosh, dude, MLW him in MLW uh, with his style. He's not quite everything he does top rope, um, but their style is like from middle rope up, and I think he would really excel. Um, I don't know that he has the chops to go to New Japan. But there, you know, I'd like to see him go against the current uh, regime over there with Bullet Club. And um, shit, well, if we're saying Bullet Club, that that might actually be a lot of fun with him coming in as part of a faction going against Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, maybe that could be the second part of the um, the Outsiders or what? Uh, Outcast. I'm sorry, Outcast. I mentioned uh, Guevara. What did you think of the uh, the Sammy Guevara? Chris Jericho match. Hmm. I don't want to say I saw it coming, um, but just the the match or the aftermath. Yes, the 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 aftermath. It was just like the the way the match was. I going. did not really. I absolutely wow. did not see Don Callis coming down. I don't know why. They did a really good job of of hiding it from me because totally makes sense in storyline mode. But I thought the match was decent. I thought there was a couple miscommunications and everything, which is fine, but. Sammy Guevara is so smooth in the ring. Oh, man, that I mean, kip God, he does. Everything he does looks smooth. That kip he does as he yeah. slides up, he's just like... The Spanish fly. Oh, yeah. The moonsault. All that is just really slick. And then the hug. And then I figured, okay, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see the heel turn for one of them, which we did. I did not expect Callis to walk out, though. I figured the heel turn, yes. I, man, it blew me away. I was like, all right, I did not see that coming, and it's really awesome. And then the backstage segment with them walking by... Garcia. And Garcia getting his face. No, no, no. He's, he's money. money. He's money. Dude, yeah, I was that's like, oh, the no. freaking rub right there. Uh, freaking, yeah. I saw, I would say probably two or three weeks ago. Huh. And it might have been even on a, like a comment that was made on Rampage or Collision. It wasn't even on uh, Dynamite. And something, and I'll, I'll go back through. I'll find the clip. Don Callis said something that reminded me of what Guevara had just said. And I was like, well, damn. And who doesn't want to see Guevara against Osprey? And, you know, just, just where's, like, give me a checkbook. And, like, <laughs> damn. Speaking of checkbooks, um, there's a bit of a delay with processing um, passports right now. And if you are one who is going to be in need of a passport over the next... Six, so 180 to 270 days. Uh, I would do what you have to do. Oh, I have my, I have my birth certificate. I have my 150 bucks. Whatever. Hurry up. 
get your appointment, go over to Walgreens or wherever you're going to get your passport photo. Um, there is a huge delay with processing um, unless you have a, like, um, no kidding international issue. Like, if you're about to get on a cruise in 24 hours and you're in Fort Lauderdale, there is an office in Fort Lauderdale that will process your passport overnight. And uh, I think it's, yeah. So definitely uh, start getting your stuff together. Uh, Tiff and I, we're going to go um, get ours updated. I, mine uh, expires in, uh, within, I think mine mine's coming close. So we're going to go make sure ours is, ours is ready to go. Because what's coming up? Uh, what's coming up next year? What do we got going on next? Man, I'm hoping we get another all in over in uh, over in the UK, and I would definitely like to go to that for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think there's going to be some other things that may be in the yeah. works, but we won't talk about those until they're yeah. Firm, there's but there's yeah. I'd like to do all in yeah, again. There's some other international events coming up uh, to our brothers and sisters who have never been to Australia. Please make every effort you can. Uh, WWE's taking their superstars over to Australia. Uh, AEW will be making another international trip and impact, uh, just got back from Australia and they're going to be putting a a trip together, um, overseas again. So definitely want to get your stuff all in one bag. Uh, you got about a year before our next all in all out week and, um, would hate anyone miss it if they're interested in hitting it up, hit it up, hit it up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last thing I want to talk about before we uh, wrap this one up was the Roddy Strong stuff. <laughs> I absolutely Shit. love everything Roderick yes. Strong is doing right now. I, I, yeah. the, he's in the hospital bed. The <laughs> just go at him. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so I laughed out loud that the dog came running in to see what I was laughing at. I everything he's doing like that whole storyline with MJF and Adam Cole and the. the Matt Taven with the prayer beads like <laughs> over him. <laughs> I was dying. It was so good. Yep. Such a great storyline going on. Like goofy, dumb, silly stuff, but I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Goofy left goofy wrestling for life, as Simon Miller says. Like it was great. Uh and man, it just it was just a really good dynamite top to bottom. Bar you know, the bad stuff that happened aside. Like that obviously puts a damper on the show itself. Uh, cause you never want to see anybody get hurt or anything like that. But, and, and after that, like every match after that, I'm like, Oh no, don't, Oh no. <laughs> um, so, and, and then, you know, you the whole time you're thinking, Oh God, I hope Mox is okay. I hope he's okay. But so that dampened it a little bit, which is probably I'll watch, I'll watch it again and, and, and get a better feel for it. But I, I thought that was a good show. It was definitely a showing of what AEW can do when they put their minds to it. Um, like I said, we talked off air. I think, I think Tony Khan needs a buffer. Someone that's not a yes man to him because I think if he could focus on one show and do that every week, they will eventually beat WWE. I mean, they will. It'll. It might take a year, three years, six years, but the wishy washy where one show's good, three shows are bad, isn't going to do. And you're not going to get butts in seats if you can't continue to push a product like last night. And they pushed a product. They pushed matches that people got emotionally involved in, and that's the key to all of it. If you can drive the emotion, you drive the fans. Whether the wrestling is five out of five stars or three out of five stars. If you're emotionally invested into it, it's going to feel good. And that's what last night, I think, did. And that's what last night showed that AEW can do is draw that emotion out of you. Because every one of those matches last night, I was like, yeah, all right. I had I had every emotion, every emotion last night. Even some during the Soraya 
and Tony kiss that was uh, a little uncomfortable, but every emotion. <laughs> that's a twelve step. <laughs> that's a twelve step program right there. But no, so like you, Woo. you're sitting here talking about like you know every match and you know how you were emotionally involved. The the segments that we have talked about the most didn't even involve a match. You know, like Don Callis coming out and you know his handle in on X or Twitter is. Uh, the invisible hand. So you're like, ooh man, this guy's got his fingerprints. Garcia, no, this 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 kid's money. Hmm. So are we gonna see something? Jake Hager just retired from Bellator. Bellator is uh trying to find a buyer. Is is AEW gonna buy Bellator? Is you know, someone else was rumored to buy so like there's all this other stuff and you know, you're like, Oh wow, this is you know, this is super interesting. And, you know, we're sitting here in hysterics about a non-wrestling part. So AEW hit the, like, hit for this, if for our fantasy football fans, um, you know, you have offense, defense, and special teams. And offense would be, you know, some of the fantastic matches that we saw. The defense would be, you know, how we had some of our defending champions, you know, they did, you know, some of the champions, they weren't able to defend their championships. You know, a couple of titles changed hands and, you know, any given Sunday, you know, it's awesome. Then special teams, we got everything going on in the back and the work that is going on in the back, just, man, I'm, I'm totally feeling it. And if anyone who has a wrestling company, uh, AEW, WWE, MLW, um, uh, NXT is doing it now too. Renee Paquette, is the freaking um, what like prototype? She is like exactly what you want for backstage, in between matches, after matches, before matches. Not even having to do with the matches, but the they do a freaking hilarious uh, pre-show thing that they do um, on their live stream and on YouTube. Man, straight money, and uh, I couldn't be like, yeah, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal show. Uh, I gave it the old four beardo and, um, you know, I, I really hope that, you know, everything, it looks like box is going to be good to go and they'll be able to, you know, continue on with another program for him. And, uh, if Ray Phoenix, they pivot and, you know, take the international title a different direction, but really, uh, really, really a lot of fun show. And like you said, you, you went through the whole entire spectrum and, uh, man, yeah, I just, great women's match, just a couple title. I love seeing titles change. I think it's awesome. It, one was unfortunate. One was very, very deserving. And uh shout out to the Mad King, your new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. I, you know, Mr. Sidgwick calls it the trifecta and, and you need to hit the trifecta, which is, uh, match quality, um, in-ring promo, like promos. And then uh, storytelling, and they hit it like last it. night. They hit the storytelling, they hit the like the that. promos in the back, and then they hit the match quality. So really nice. good show. I went four and a half. Uh, really Ooh. dug it. Yeah, it was good it was strong. For me. I good really, for you. Dude, really, that's really, awesome. really impressed with it. Uh, very Heck good. Yeah. One last thing I wanted to talk about, and I don't remember if it was from last night or what, but the Orange Cassidy Hook tag team thing that they're building. I so badly want their name to be tag team. Like that's it, because <laughs> you know Orange Cassidy and Hook. Lazy, whatever. So instead of like coming out with like orange squeeze or hook the orange, I just want them to be called tag team. Like, what's your guys' name? Tag team. 
okay. <laughs> and I want the board to just say tag team or generic tag team. I don't know. I just think that'd be great. Or, or insert name. Yeah, insert name <laughs> tag team. Or yeah. text box. Yeah. Just text box. Because, <laughs> I mean, I never thought those would be two people I want to see paired together. I cannot wait. <laughs> Buy that shirt right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just a blank white shirt with his text box <laughs> tag team. <laughs> I was. Fantastic. Uh, so, you know, previously we, uh, I would pick up on one-liners around where I used to work at, and uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the comments <laughs> that were floating around for a little while <laughs> was, "Where's my sandwich?" So I had a, uh, I had a t-shirt, I had a few t-shirts made because a couple of the guy, a couple of folks were there when it happened, and I went, <laughs> I had these team uh, t-shirts made, and I don't know if you've seen the clips of the Savannah Bananas. It's a uh, minor base, minor league baseball team in Savannah, Georgia, and they are one of the funniest, most entertaining tickets in town. And uh, so I went, I bought myself a Savannah banana hat, and it's taken like two <laughs> and a half weeks to get because they they've been sold out. And uh, I'm putting a team. I put I'm putting a uh, a thing together for my team. We're gonna go to Savannah, and uh, dude, the just like. The excitement level of me trying to get tickets and get everything together to go see the Savannah Bananas is like not quite where we, I was when we were getting ready to go to like Forbidden Door or uh, even when we went to go do the first big pay-per-view post-COVID at right there in Daly's. Um, but it's pretty freaking damn close. And I really, really encourage... All of our followers, all of our fam, if you're a wrestling fan, you got to check this AEW product out and get invested and just shut your, shut your brain off. Go with that suspended belief and you will not be disappointed. Um, the, this, the stride that I feel like AEW is about to hit um, is going to be freaking phenomenal. Their post, all their BS stuff and... Um, if if this this show in New York was was a um, telltale sign of what is about to come, shit, man, they are about to take off. And the other thing to do is shut off your tribalism. Don't look at it and compare yeah. it to oh, WWE. Yeah. You got to shut all that off and just enjoy it as a wrestling fan. So or a sports entertainment fan because they got sports entertainment too. But yeah, I and then uh, yeah, you just got to go and enjoy it and enjoy, just enjoy wrestling. Go check out all of it. Um, you know, I people. I'm a huge wrestling fan. What do you mean? Oh, I watch WWE. Yeah, okay, so you're a WWE Ooh. fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're a wrestling there's fan, a go difference. watch wrestling. And yeah. there's nothing wrong. If you're just a WWE fan, no. that's fine. But don't don't argue with people because they like something else. Anyway, I'll go off. I won't go off on that tangent. Um, but if you do want to argue with us, do it in the comments below. Hit us up on Twitter. Heck yeah. No shave man cave. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, we go live every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Usually six, sometimes Ooh. seven. Uh, we're also doing a special show tomorrow night on the 22nd, a live show where we're going to discuss mental health. Uh, probably, more than likely, there'll be some wrestling talk, but mostly it's mental health. Uh, so please check us out there. It is our most important and probably favorite show to do. Uh, you know, So absolutely mass participation. Like you said earlier, if people want to get on and watch it uh, and want to shout out things or ask questions that we can try to answer, we will. Uh, it's kind of getting there like you said we got two guests tomorrow i've got a couple guests lined up for next month and the month after so 
we'll have uh, some pretty good conversations because I'm sure they're getting tired <laughs> of hearing our same stories over and over again. But uh, again, like, share, subscribe. Make sure you put it, hit that little bell notification wherever it is so you get notified when we go live so you don't miss the show. Please leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let, you, let us know how we did. Follow us on X, Threads, Instagram, uh, whatever else it is. No Shave Man Cave. If you want to get in touch with us, email us, noshavemancave at gmail.com. We appreciate every single one of you. And with that, man, go ahead and take us out. Boom, boom, boom. Bump and feed, bump and feed to my guy, Jay Tilly. Uh, all the work you're doing the behind the scenes, I don't think, uh, you know, words could uh, put, you know, put it into uh, the right perspective. Go check us out on our YouTube channel. All of that work that's being done is straight up Jay Tilly. Super appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I am a absolute novice when it comes to thumbnails. He's been killing it. So, uh, <laughs> shout out good stuff there. Appreciate all of our brothers and sisters in arms and their service to our amazing country. Thank you so much. Hurry up, get your ass home. You're needed back here until next time. My friends, my fam, we love you. Thanks for checking us out. Keep doing what you do. Take out for, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. At no shave man cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the floor. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.